0: This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Pohlmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week. Kyle and I have a uh, Uh, podcast where we're going to go through some illustrations and kind of show you guys an example you want to lead off Kyle yeah so we're going to be talking about survivorship um seems to get a lot of hate in the insurance world especially in the IBC world um a lot of people say that they don't see the point to them they make no sense and we just kind of want to talk about how they can make sense and why and this kind of goes back to a podcast we did a couple weeks ago about absolutes and context yes it. context matters and absolutes matter or like you you can't speak in absolutes so survivorship is not our go-to thing that we talk about and stuff like that but it definitely put, plays a role i think in terms of like estate planning depending on how that estate is going to you know be spread out amongst the people who are going to inherit it yeah so. what the plans are you know for the um matriarch patriarch you know and stuff and yeah the family So we we, we're actually working with a guy right now who's interested in um, doing survivorship and we're going to kind of go through a situation like that and see or tell you why it makes sense to us to use survivorship in this instance and how, like, if you have something similar to this, it would make sense. Yeah. And so just to give a little bit of background, we don't need to go super in depth, but in the, the situation that Kyle brought up, um, It's kind of known that the estate is going to be broken up after both parents have passed away. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, you know, dad dies or mom dies and things are going to be broken up. So we kind of have that game plan going into this. And with that, I think uh, an explanation of survivorship insurance needs to be made here. So typically... Uh, When you purchase survivorship, in well, I I won't say typically, but in this case, we're buying it on a husband and a wife. Um, And so two people will be insured on the same life insurance policy, and the death benefit will only be paid out after the second person dies in this instance. There are policies that, second to die policies that can pay out an initial claim with the first uh, death this policy does not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I mean, from the outset that kind of, I mean, if you just hear that it could sound like, well, how could this ever make sense to do that? And I mean, you know, just to be upfront about it is you're going to get more death benefit than you would with, let's say you're doing $20,000 in survivorship, but let's say you, instead you did $10,000 on one parent, and $10,000 on another, um, you're going to get less death benefit on those two combined separate policies than you Even would. Even though you're paying the same amount of premium. Yeah. P- the and- the advantage that that has, which cannot be disputed, is when one person dies, a death benefit will be paid out income tax-free. So that is, that death benefit will be paid out and you will have access to that. Yep. That's an absolute advantage to that. Absolutely. Um with the survivorship, that in this case, uh, there are policies that that work differently. But in this case, there will only be one death benefit paid out. And that is at the time of the second person dying. And the insurance companies can offer more death benefit on those policies because it's offering less risk to them because it's just (laughs) more unlikely that you know, both those people are going to die early. Yeah, in the first year or something like that. Yeah. so it's Because t- early on is when an insurance company has the most risk with the life insurance policy because they haven't received enough premium yet to pay for the death benefit or the death claim that they're responsible for. Well, yeah, you know, and people don't like seeing that they don't have all their initial premium available in cash value in the, you know, first few years. But it's also, it's, you know, kind of talked about that it takes insurance companies up to 10 years or more to even break even themselves on a policy. Yeah. So I commonly will hear, you know, 13 to 15 even. So, so, yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's not like they're just out there robbing you. Yeah, insurance companies want these to stay in force for a very long time. Yep. Um, But anyways, uh, so, we you know, we kind of gave a small background on this and um, we actually looked at, just one large survivorship policy in this case. Um, We were a little bit uncomfortable with that scenario. So we had a different idea. And uh, what we did was we insured the father with an individual plan. And then we also took out a survivorship policy insuring both the mother and the father Um, and the reason for that is because it offered substantially more death benefit than what a single policy did. Yeah. Like it would, it would have made zero sense to go with an outright, um, survivorship policy and do nothing else. Because if you're working, you know, with your father farming, you're going to have, he's an asset to you. Yeah. He's a, he's a huge asset and you're going to have risk with him dying early. So you definitely need to get some sort of coverage on him and, you know, that, that's what we did with that, you know, splitting that premium between that. But then, like, how this was going to work out, um, the estate's going to go to the mother, you know, before um, it would get distributed to the kids. So, they don't have to worry about buying her out. I mean, they don't, she doesn't want to be bought out. So, And part of the reason this is possible that we can make a plan like this is because the parents have spoken with the kids and they understand absolutely. what's going to go on in the future. Absolutely. If we didn't know some of these things, it'd be pretty hard to use a survivorship policy still. Well, yeah. And so, I mean, when you think about it at that point, we don't know what tax laws are going to be in place, you know, at at this time of death. And there could be or what the ground's going to appreciate at. Like, we don't know what type of tax problem is going to be there. And so why not have more death benefit, Use something that's going to give you more death benefit to then potentially take care of that risk? While also still having access to the cash value the whole time, the cash value grows a little better itself too. So, yep. um, okay, I have we said enough background, set the stage enough. You think, Kyle? I think so. Yeah. All right. So, um, both these policies are with the, the same company, and uh, for you insurance nerds, um, you understand that the guaranteed accumulation rate in policies can significantly affect death benefit. Um so just so you're aware same insurance company same guaranteed rate on these policies of 3% um and so this is as much an apples to apple comparison as it can be with products that are different mm-hmm. um so basically both these policies were roughly set up to uh pay in a base premium and a PUA rider for approximately 20 years and then be able to continue p- funding base premium after that. Yeah. And so the number that we're working with, with both of the policies initially is $12,000. Now in the survivorship policy, $12,000 that's ensuring mother and father provides a death benefit of $308,292. Mm-hmm. Um, If we go to the individual policy, the $12,000, now this is just on the dad, um, a woman would probably be slightly uh, more death benefit. But in this instance, that isn't what we did. So we're just using an example that we already had. Um, $12,000 on just the father gets you $181,988 of death benefit. So I mean, you're talking about close to 130000 initially more of death benefit. Yeah, somewhere between 120 and 130000 of death benefit. I mean, and yeah, because it is extremely unlikely that year one that both parents are going to, you know, pass at that time. So yep. a lot less risk. They can offer a lot more. But is it, if we go down to year, was it 25? Uh, if we go down to 20, year 20, Same exact funding on these things. Parents are now age 80. So the single policy has $486,689 of death benefit. And the survivorship policy, keep in mind, again, same amount of premium, but it has uh, $585,128 of death benefit. So yeah, we're talking $100,000 plus uh 585 686 not quite 100,000 but um still very close to it and the individual policy never really gets closer than this as far as death benefit mm-hmm. um so you can see there's a tremendous tremendous death benefit advantage this is on a low amount of premium yeah i mean and when death benefit is the focus like it kind of is on this i mean $100,000 is going to make a huge difference when it comes in time, you know, that it needs to be used. Yeah. And so, and there's still going to be liquidity in this plan that will be provided by the individual policy. Yeah. So upon the father's death, I mean, I hope walking through it this way can make some sense for people of why, you know, survivorship is not stupid. It depends on the context of the situation and what we're trying to accomplish here. By no means would we ever be like, you know meeting with a client and they want to just jump into you know survivorship right away with zero um individual insurance on themselves or their or whoever they're trying to insure but man when you run into a scenario like this where things are going to play out and plan already talked about and plan to play out like this what a huge advantage this can add you know to maybe splitting the premium out you're going to pay like we did here you know or focusing whatever you think you need to focus on it but it's just a tool like anything else, and it works perfectly in this type of situation, yeah, and I did want to add um too, just so people are aware both these are whole life policies, dividend paying whole life insurance policies, um so everything has been kept as close to apples to apples as we can, comparing products that are different, yeah, so anyways i I don't really have a lot more to say about it. I think the example speaks volumes, yeah, I would just about be careful of the product. Sure. I I would just be careful when you hear, you know, people saying that this type of policy is bad, this company is bad. You know, it makes no sense and stuff like (laughs) there's usually a reason and a place for everything, especially in this insurance world. So don't get caught up in the absolutes. Yeah. And and one more thing I'd like to add, you know, this isn't the only situation where you could use it. I mean, maybe, you know, you're a husband and you and your wife, both have individual insurance already, you're looking at purchasing more whole life insurance and um, maybe the maybe the survivorship makes sense because it can bolster um, your estate and provide more liquidity at the time of both of your deaths too. Well, yeah. And also like there's, you know, cases where you might be able to extract more income. You know, if you're going to be using a policy for income out of a survivorship policy, then you can, um, you know, regular whole life. So. Yep that would be another thing to consider. You know, if I've heard of people saying like, they're going to fund the survivorship whole life and then that's going to go to the kids and then the rest of their money, they're just going to spend at the end of their their years, you know? Well, what an awesome strategy. I mean, if we could even go back further in time, if, um, you know, the parents of the example that we just described had this survivorship policy and that was going to be distributed to the kids, you know, and the kids didn't have to purchase it. Yeah. How awesome would that be? Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, um, anyways, but um, I think that you guys can see, you know, that there is value in these different products and you know, it just really depends on context and what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve. Absolutely. So. And that's what we're all about is context. So um, hope you guys uh, learned something in this podcast And we'll be back next week with a new podcast. See you guys. This was the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com. And don't forget to tune in next week.